Joes are in their studio over in Garland, Texas. Things you think you care about is back for season five with brand new guests and fun segments for your entertainment. You're gonna have a real good time with the average Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo. And I am the Average Joe. Today with us we have uh, first time guest. Lifetime brother. Lifetime brother. Oh, Michael B. How hey, you guys doing today? Pretty good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty Appreciate good. You. I'm excited to be here and I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Uh, speaking of awkward moments. You know when you go live and you don't know what your audio settings are, yeah. you just gotta you just gotta roll with it. So uh, I think we got all those squared away, and I uh, and I think that uh, you know it's gonna be smooth sailing from here, right? Always is. Deep breaths, deep breaths. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about awkward moments today. Uh, the the idea came to mind whenever I was sitting texting or talking with Joey, and uh, and I, he asked if we were gonna record today, and I was like, yeah, awkward moments, etiquette. During awkward Ooh. moments, what do you do? Mm. You know, what should yeah. you do? How do you handle yourself in a, in a tough situation? Right. And so uh, we're, we're going to expand upon that a little bit. What should you do? What do you want to do? That's fair. Right. Because uh, I got a little story that happened. Uh, you know, having Crohn's, it, I have to get comfortable with... We're what, going there right now? Yep. <laughs> I have a story. Shout this, out to Crohn's. This is what started. I had a situation... I had a situation where I was at school, and it doesn't matter where I'm at. If I got to go, I got to go, right? So I'm in, I'm in the stall, and uh, and and just the nature of of, of mm. my affliction, let's call mm. it, if that's what it's, yeah. if that's what it is, um, it's not going to smell good. Okay. Okay. So, uh, two teachers walk in to the bathroom, and this is a this is a like a student's bathroom. It sounds like a really good joke. Two teachers walk into a bathroom. <laughs> And so, uh, and there are two guys, and you know they're they're using the restroom, and they said they're banging on the door. Hey, 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 flush that thing! <laughs> and I'm like, they obviously thought a student was in there because this guy was was just getting at the door. He's hitting the wall of the stall, and he's yelling, "Flush and go, flush and go, flush and go!" And he said it like 20 <laughs> times. And, and you're, so, already, you're already traumatized because you're having a Jurassic Park moment. Absolutely, but. Not only am I having that, he doesn't know if there's anything in the bowl because of what I go through. Right. I to, sometimes I sit down and there's nothing but gas. Okay. Okay? But that's my point is he had no idea. So I flushed it and I didn't say anything. I flushed it. He was like, there you go. There you go. Flush and go. Flush and go. And he said it about 10 times. And I'm just sitting back like, what do I do? Now, what should I have done? Did you well, recognize the voice? Oh, I know exactly who it is. Now, I knew I knew both of them who walked in by their voice. Was this was this a one hole? Was there only one toilet in this in this? There uh, was a t there was one toilet but two urinals. And he couldn't he couldn't take a dump in the urinal. Right. He they both they both peed. <laughs> oh, I see. I they see. both peed and then So he didn't even have any business in the in he, the in the toilet. He didn't even need to to use it. Mm. He just mm. thought 
that uh, some kid was in there mm-hmm. just sitting on his own roasting, mm-hmm. and uh, and what, for whatever reason, you didn't just call out Coach Buchanan. Yeah, nope, nope. That's I did what not. I would have done. Uh, I thought about uh, what I should have done, and after the fact, it's the first time this ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Anybody trying to tell me how to do my business in the stall, regardless of where I'm at, mm-hmm. uh, and so. He's just he's banging on the door and those things vibrate. I mean, just boom, 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 and they're right next to my ear. And I'm I'm sitting back thinking, what do I like? What do I do? And so I I flushed, you know, and uh, just to appease the crowd, I guess. <laughs> and so he he's like, there you go, flush and go, flush and go. And he, like he literally said it about four or five times, did as you, if I didn't get the message on the first time he said it. Did you ever think that you would be applauded for going to the bathroom on the big boy potty, I, like post your, your mom or your dad nope. like when you were a kid? Nope. Not I applaud myself nope. every day about nine a.m. I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think I'd be applauded, but I also didn't think that I'd be coached either after that, right? So uh, I, there's several things that went through my mind after the fact, right? I'm sitting back. Next time I'm taking a, a can of spray in there, so if anybody says anything, I just like under the thing spray it up at them, and maybe it, you know, maybe they calm down. The other thing I was like, what if I got an ultra as deep a voice as I possibly could, like leave me alone, you know, or something yeah, like Mr. T impersonation. Yeah. I and, pity uh, the fool. Yeah, who smells my boo boo? Why don't you just not get in here? You know, leave the leave the restroom or whatever. And obviously making it known that it's not a student, right? Well, I'd have played it up as it was a student. If that that's probably what I would have done. Well, I mean, I I probably could have gone to some kind of level of PC, and yeah. <laughs> and said, hey, this guy's in here violating these kids' privacy yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Start yelling for the principal's name. Yeah, stranger uh, danger. I'm gonna go get Miss. <laughs> I'm gonna go get Miss Blakey. This Blakey, he's, he's making me really uncomfortable. There's, there's a strange man banging on the door in the potty. <laughs> anyway, so that was that was basically my inspiration for uh, for how do you act in awkward moments, or what should you do? What would you want to do? Well, I've got I've got one quick question. Is that the only? That's that's not the only awkward uh, bathroom moment you've had. What drew you to to that particular? incident being the inspiration for this? Yeah, the inspiration for this particular episode. It happened three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It happened. It might have been five days. It was like Thursday or Friday last week. Yeah. And and so, anyways, it was was fresh on my mind, and and I just, I'm trying to figure out, in awkward moments, how do you act? Yeah, look, first of all, in this particular scenario, I would have called out this Coach Buchanan. Yeah, okay. Look, you can't... The the throne is your safe space. It doesn't matter public, private. Sure. This is is your spot. It's just like when... uh, It's just like uh, maybe you're in a public bathroom and the cleaning lady comes in, knocks on the door. You've got to verbalize something, right? Because she's not going to come in if somebody's in there. So you just say, you know... You know, you do the, the, the throat clear, right. or you do the occupied. Yeah. Right. You know, you, you verbalize something. Some some random hothead coach or, or teacher comes walking in, yep. traipsing in the bathroom, doesn't even have any business in the stall, right? Yep. banging on the door. It's Coach Buchanan. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you're already marking your territory. You might as well own it. Well, that's fair. But that's, see, like I said, this is the first time this has ever happened in any capacity, whether it be uh, a restaurant, whether any kind of public facilities 
somebody's somebody's giving you the business while you're taking while care I'm of business. Taking care of I don't, don't right. want to put this unnamed person on the spot, but just out of curiosity, from per, the few personalities I do know, yeah, at your workplace, yeah, was one of the two individuals a commissioner in a fantasy football league? No. Okay. No, no. Because I could have seen that. No, no. Uh, this was Darren Montana. Oh, okay. I'm calling names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> at awkward, Darren Montana. Awkward, awkward situation. Yeah. When your coworker Absolutely. calls you out on Wasn't a podcast. Wasn't he the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers? No, no, no. I, I think it's actually pronounced Montina. Oh, but, Montina. Uh, oh, that's yeah. Joe Montana. So he's a, he's a former, uh, he's a former uh, military personnel. Flush and go. I don't, know, I don't know what branch or for how long or what, but he's now the shop teacher okay. at class or at school. And he's oh. also, he was in there with the, uh, the clinical rotation guy. Okay. Um, and he did the clinical rotation guy didn't say anything. He was just kind of laughing, and uh, and so you know they're two very very different personalities. Thank, thank you I'm for much your service, more, Mr. Martinez. Yeah. Yes, yes, for your yeah. encouragement. Yeah, Joe Bonizzi every once in a while. Yeah, and, and next time you know what, save it for like a lesson outside of the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Well, like wait, it, wait for the person to come out and then maybe give them some. Advice. When should, else are you going to use the catchphrase "flush and go"? Though I mean. I mean, that's that's really something reserved for the I think you should put it in the suggestion box for y'all's next like <laughs> HR roundtable. Yeah, you know? Ooh, I might do that. Don't bang on the wall of a stall while yeah, somebody's you have going to go number through two. harassment training. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. a great scenario uh, to role play. What happens if you are harassed while you're sitting on the pot, and somebody in there just doesn't like the smell of the bathroom? And do you bang on the door or, or the wall of the stall, mm -hmm. or do you just keep your mouth shut and walk out of the bathroom after you and then, and then the, relieved yourself? The PTA of gets a request did. for like a Sam's or Costco order of the potpourri for the potty. Yeah, look, my Absolutely. move, my move when I walk into a public bathroom, mm -hmm. somebody's taking care of business. Yep, my move is always to go. Shoo! That's basically all I do, and then I use I use the bathroom, and then I wash my hands and walk out. Yeah. So look, look, you're just giving like a little nod of the cap. Yeah, yeah. look, I understand what's you going on. You acknowledge what's happening. Exactly, you acknowledge you acknowledge that they're doing the dirtiest of deeds. Yep, and and you, you that uh, they can't help. That's right. Everybody's got to do it. Look, but you got to acknowledge it. Look, yeah. I I would have even appreciated uh, uh, just hey flush and go flush and go. You didn't yeah. have to bang on the walls, oh, but yeah. hey, you can acknowledge uh, you know what's going listen, on. Listen here, if, How about if a the slow fasteners clap? listen if the, if the fasteners on that wall were rusty in any way, that wall's coming down. He he hit that thing as hard as he possibly could. Ooh, yeah, it tough. was ridiculous, is which tough. is what caught me off guard. If he just would have said something, I may have had a, a relatively decent reply. But he's just banging on the and I'm I'm jumping because I'm. I'm not expecting somebody to bang on the wall of stuff. Now, have you guys ever turned the lights out on somebody in a public bathroom, or had the lights turned out on you? I've had yes. the I've had the uh, motion sensors go off. Okay, yeah, that happens to me on the reg. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, listen, I I don't I don't I don't sit there uh, and try to get up and and speed through the process. Yeah, I try, but. Take your time, time, baby. Take I, your time. Absolutely. Half the time, I don't know if I'm done when I think I'm done anyways, just because so, of what's going on. You ever in a situation where you have to relieve a faculty? Yep. And you get in there, and it is the worst possible scenario, but you're at a point of no return. Absolutely. You're I, not going to be able to. You're not, I you're, teach you're at not school. Gonna be able to. No, that's, see, the mental game, for me, the mental game comes into play. You can be, you can be squared away, ready to go, and <laughs> if... Uh, you know, where I work, there's there's upstairs bathroom, downstairs bathroom, two two stalls per. Uh huh. And uh, 
Yeah, yeah. There's there's been a couple times where I've walked into I've walked into both. All of them are occupied. You just you just reset and well, so that's the worst possible scenario for you. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty so much. For me, it's it's I have to potentially go in somewhere after um, immature kids mm-hmm. who think it's funny to make a mess of the toilet yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or see what how much they can leave behind. So and then I have to deal with that. So you know. Um, the beginning of Zombieland, okay. the gas station where they give a shout out to Garland, it looks a whole lot like that old uh, Total One next to South. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where it is. Yeah, it's on Broadway across yeah. from the old Albertson. So yeah. the um, Chase Bank. Yeah, so you know right that there. that that cro- that old Kmart is now a cheaper than dirt. Mm-hmm. Have either one of you ever been in a cheaper dirt store before? No, it's wild. Mm. So I was off Wednesday. I, I've been in a Didi's. That old Albertsons is <laughs> yeah, now a Didi's. Yeah, yeah. Now this, this is Wild West. So Isn't I, that the like the f- ice cream of the future? DD's? Yeah, Dippin' Dots. No, no, no. DD's is no, a, a discount. Discount oh, fashion wear. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> that's awesome. It's it's, no. it's 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 pretty bad. It's really picked it, through it's, and it's, it's all uh, over the it's, floor. It's worse stuff. than Ross. Yeah, <laughs> but this cheaper than dirt. It's a cool concept. <laughs> Ross is actually like high dollar compared yeah, yeah. to at least the way they keep it clean. So in there. so the cheaper than dirt thing was cool concept. Just yeah. I, I like uh, it was described to me by who I was with. Shout out if if you're listening. Um, as like a flea market. Mm. So you go in there, and basically it's a whole bunch of stuff that have just been taken out of like Big Lots and Rosses and all these other places. Yep. It's the final resting place, and you can get some really cool deals. Okay. Um, so You have little, to really search for them, though. Yeah, but, okay. you know, still being in a pandemic, this okay. was a little this was a little much for the old Joe. Okay. Uh, going in there, and I really had to go. Like, I had to, you know. Had to so go. there's a bathroom in the back, which I appreciate it, because some retail shops, like if you ever go into Walgreens. Huh? You have to go to the front, and then they're like, you know, like, yeah. uh, excuse me, can someone please go to the bathroom? There's a man wearing a gray shirt that has to go to the back. Like, why do you have to tell the whole story? <laughs> so, anyway, so you go to the back, and I got to tell you, the, the door yeah. was originally painted red. Okay. Most of the paint was off, and it looked like an animal had been clawing at it, and there was, like, grease on it. So, this is already a bad That's sign. because the Walgreens attendant wouldn't <laughs> let them in the first that's time. Right, that's right. Flush it go. So Flush then, it go. So then I'm in there, and and the body's saying, "Okay, you're 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 less than a foot away. Hmm. Is this is happening? Um, the light bulb does not work in there. Uh, the doorknob's super janky. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a situation where I, I have to do something. You got a cell phone light? Oh yeah, oh, I did. Oh, okay. the cell phone but light has is, come into play several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. they had run out of soap, so somebody had taken some soap from the floor. Okay. Oh, and put it in there. Uh, so it was it was very very strange. Okay. Mm. Um, okay. Kind of looked like an abandoned house, warehouse, something like out of Halloween. Yeah. Now, listen to me. There's I almost bathed in hand sanitizer when I got out. To of To me, there's such a point of no return that uh, it's pretty, it doesn't like they're all fears that I've ever had, all irrational fears about anything that could or ever happen or, or happenstance in a bathroom, whether I come upon it or whether it comes upon me or anything like yeah. that, uh, have gone away. Every bit of what could I be walking into? Uh, what will I have to take care of before I? Yep. I mean, I've, I've I've had to do away with. I mean, uh, I mean, there was one time that uh, I forgot my lanyard at school, and uh, I, that's the only way to get to the toilet from our locker room. And there's no toilet in our soccer locker room, so I had to fashion one. And it was uh, the awkward moment was when Coach McMurtry walked in. And um, and I'm facing the door so I can notice if anybody walks in, and I I'm doing what I had to do, 
And I look at him, and I'm just I'm just waving my hand like, no, 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 no. And he's like, oh, okay, gotcha, because he knows he knew about what was yeah. going on. And so you're giving him the whole Lieutenant Dan. I gave no, I just no, it was uh, it was just hey, Lieutenant uh, Dan. just stay back, <laughs> keep yeah. your distance, and uh, I'll I'll come in there when I'm finished. So and it was a uh, recycle bin that was lined. Ooh. That uh, it was a, it had plenty of a uh, splash room and stuff. It, here's, here's my thing. It you're, was you're in a portable. It was difficult. You're in a portable, but necessary. And you're adjacent from the uh, ROTC. Uh huh. I think you just cut a hole out, brother, and just have them 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 boys in the ROTC just dig you a latrine, man. No, see, but here's listen. Here's the thing. Uh, that that, could, that, that incident, could be a great punishment. That incident was the inspiration for the five gallon bucket that now has a pool noodle on okay, on it in my in my truck, just in case <laughs> I'm on the road and I need to use facilities that are not around. So, so I had I had an issue like this while we're still on uh, awkward bathroom. Moments. Yeah, absolutely. I had an issue like this um, over the summer a few months back where we went to Lake Livingston, uh, where my in-laws live. They invited us down to go to the lake, and and they don't have a, a large home. It's I mean it's it's a regular three bedroom, two bath, and and uh, but we had their family of four, our family of five, and then my mother in law and father in law. So you've got eleven people, two bathrooms, and um, it was the last the last full day we were there, and I run a pretty tight ship as it relates to my my schedule, Absolutely. and uh, every day. Right, man. It, it's it's always about uh, let's see six. It's always about three hours after I wake up, just based on my routine. Well, I got to go, and uh, <laughs> and uh, the bathrooms are occupied, and so they've got a detached they've got a detached garage. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay. I mean, it's either go in the lake where we've seen a gator the day before. Oh yeah, that ain't happening, or. Let me go check out this detached garage. So I head on up there. It's just, you know, 20 yards uh, away from the house. And I head up there, and I'm looking. Mm-hmm. And there's a trash can. and uh, But the trash can's full. Uh. And so I'm like, I can't, I can't go on top, of, on top of what's already in the trash can. <laughs> so I go into the house uh-huh. and find me a trash bag. Yep. And uh, scratch that. The trash can is full, no bag. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. It's just it's just the, the right. can with a bunch of stuff in it. So right. I can't I can't just empty the can and go in the can. Okay. Right. So I go into the house to get me a trash bag. While I'm doing this, a couple people are like, uh, Michael, what are you looking for? Oh, nothing. I've i I've I've got what I need. I'm taking care of it. So pull out a trash bag. I go I go back to the detached <laughs> garage, empty the can, line the can, uh-huh. move the move the the can to the to the door of the garage uh-huh. because like your coach McMurtry situation I don't want to be in a spot where I'm in the middle of the room and somebody walks in right yeah. on the off chance so I move the I move the can right next to the door and uh here we go and about five minutes into it my brother-in-law opens the door <laughs> and I my brother-in-law opens the door I'm like oh I'm in here I'm in here and he's like, "Oh, oh, sorry about that." And uh, and so, <laughs> so I finished my business and um, bag it up. Yep. Put the bag in the trash can. Yep. And you talk about awkward moments. We we were in the house shortly afterward, and I just walked up to him. I'm like, 
sorry, man, I had to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and uh, the bathroom's off. He goes, he says, uh, <laughs> he says to me, he goes, he goes, hey, it's no problem. I've done it before. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so I felt like I was in yeah. the clear, but. In terms of addressing the awkward moment, I, you have to ver- you have to communicate. You have to verbalize what's going on, and it wasn't enough just for him to walk in on me yeah. and me tell him I was there. I had to. I mean, I was at his home, yeah, taking a dump in his trash can in his detached garage. So yeah. <laughs> I had to, you know, let him know what was going on, apologize yeah. for the inconvenience, mm-hmm. tell him I took care of everything. There's a point where, because there is a point of no return, the apology is almost not necessary. It's like, listen, I just had to do it. I, there was no other way around it. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, what's, what's somebody going to say? Honestly, there's, a, there's an idea out there that if, if, you're, uh, if you're doing your business on the side of the road, if it's number one, you get a ticket for it if, if cop rolls up on you. If you do number two, cop generally lets you go because he understands the potential vital nature of having yeah. to go, yeah. uh, you know, ferociously. Mm. So... Uh, that was one. So the other one that I have that uh, I don't know if I've told on this podcast, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the uh, Michael has uh, has heard the story a few times. And uh, back uh, back before the separation, back before uh, when marriage was was blissful. Yeah, uh, we went to uh, we went to um, oh oh this is gonna make my life. We went to the Gaylord Texan. Yes. Oh boy. This and. Is a good uh, one. And so, uh, mm. so you, you okay? So, we went to the Gaylord Texan. Uh, she welcome, was there America. for she was there for a work mm. thing, and she invited me to come stay uh, for a day of this work thing, uh, just to kind of get away. Mom and Dad had the kids, so uh, I, we have a <laughs> Nissan Quest at this time. This, this is a, a minivan. It's a minivan, yeah. and uh, and so the, that morning, you know, I'm leaving to go pick up the kids to take care of them while she finishes whatever conferences or whatever she's she has to do. And so I get to the van, and the the parking garage is easily a thousand yards away from the front door. I get to the van. I think I even start the van and realize, oh no, I gotta go. And at this point, the point of no return is is not quite there. But I start walking down the uh, down the parking garage ramp or whatever towards the front door. I don't even get out of the parking garage and realize the point of no return has now happened. It was that quick. And so I'm just trying to figure out where do I go, where do I go? Well, so what I did was I made sure that I could uh, I could squat comfortably in the van. <laughs> and uh, so I laid down the captain's chairs, and they flush with the ground. I had a towel. This was this was some kind of divine intervention <laughs> that there was a towel in the van. Uh, oh, that was man. already dirty and everything. So I laid it down, and I had to fold it a couple times because I didn't know what seepage was going to happen That's onto fair. the seat. So That's I fair. folded it a few times, so there was some padding. And so I shut the door, and it's not only did I not think about starting the car and turning on the AC. Mm. So now you're hotboxing it. It was a it was a steam box in there. And so I'm, I'm crouched down. I have have hand on the handle of the door, other hand on the other captain's chairs as like handles to just to hold on so I don't fall down. Wait, you just didn't just sit down directly on the towel? I did not sit directly on the towel. So I have to hover above the towel a good six to eight inches. And so, and I was like, do your business. And so then it was clean up your business. Well, so there was a hand towel in this in this car as well neither of these towels 
if they do exist, they don't exist in my possession anymore. Uh, but I should hope not. The <laughs> other thing, <laughs> the other thing was I found a uh, I found a Walmart sack in there as well. There was everything I potentially needed for this uh, doomsday scenario to make sure I you could just it, man. take care of my business, clean up my business, and had I not ever told Kelly, she never would have known. Because I'd I, have never told her. I rolled home with the uh, I rolled home with the windows down, with uh, the Febreze. I think I took stock in Febreze that same day and went and, and went and bought some. I didn't told her after I got a new van. Oh, we got rid of the van sh- very shortly thereafter. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I'd have told her after. Yeah. yeah f- fortunately, that van developed an oil leak. I don't, know, I don't know if my pardon the pun. I, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. I don't know if the screwdriver that I accidentally poked in the engine caused that oil leak right, or whatever. Right. But anyways, that one was uh, that mm. one was a pretty rough day. That was uh, about oh three years or so before I was diagnosed with Crohn's. Before mm. I knew there was really anything wrong. Yeah, I would say any story that involves the word seepage would would have some type of awkward tone to it. Oh, it was uh, it was it was pretty rough. Okay, so other awkward moments. Joe. So I was trying to think how, how to word this one. So I had an awkward moment this week. You did. So I had a, so, you know, shout out to health stuff. We'll keep on the health front. I've had a, a knot on my leg right above my calf. So it's a little bit concerning. Uh, went to the doctor and they said, well, we don't think it's anything too serious. Probably some type of weird infection or inflammation. We're going to give you antibiotic. We'll see what happens. So 10 days on this antibiotic. Um, don't really get any movement. So they said, okay, well, next step is, is we, we want you to go get a, do- a sonogram. We just want to rule out that it's not a, a one of those uh, with deep vein thrombrosis blood clots. And so I'm like, well, I want, the, I mean, Lord knows I worry about stuff. So I'm thinking at this Everybody point. Everybody knows you worry about stuff. That's fair. Between both of our pregnancies, I probably set through at least 20 or plus more sonograms because both of the pregnancies had their complications and concerns. Yep. So I'm feeling pretty confident about this. I'm going to roll over to the imaging place, sit down, take off my sock, roll the pant leg up, and they're just going to, you know, yep, yep. squirt a little gel on there sure. and rub it along the calf. <clears throat> that is 100% not what they were going to do. They stripped you down and put you in one of them gowns. Yes. Yeah. And they put me on the same size small table that you've probably, we've all seen our wife, you know, the mother yeah. of our children on. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> it's hydraulic. So now I'm al fresco and I'm being raised up uh. on a table very high. It's, it's cold, dark room and we're in the back corner. This whole thing is getting very, very awkward. And apparently when they check for deep vein thrombrosis and a blood clot, they want to go all the way to the top of your femoral artery. Mm. 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 And so for me, I don't know Whew. if this is most people, but that particular area is, is super sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of have a little bit of like a, um, a reaction like when the doctor would, you know, oh, no. thump you on the knee. No, no, that's where that's my where, mind that's went when mind he first told me. That's where his mind went too. No, this was more like involuntarily uh, okay. flailing around. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. involuntary, we're not getting any better here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. Like tickle yeah. spasms yeah, type yeah. of stuff. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of Much more violent though. Yeah. And so I think it scared her at first because Lord knows it scared me because, I again, I'm I'm trying to, 
I'm trying to figure out why I'm in this awkward situation because she just needs to look at my calf. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the only thing that needs to be sonogrammed right now. And uh, so it was really weird because I thought I was going to probably be kicked out because I almost knocked her out a couple of times because, like, Joe was moving. Yeah. And I was really worried that I was going to fall off the table because the table is, like, literally, the table's smaller than this. Yeah. Um, So we got through that point, and then it just kept going on. And apparently uh, they wanted to check... I guess for reverberation or something. Okay. So the area of the leg that hurts every couple inches starting from the top, she had moved down. She'd, she'd slap it or poke it or squeeze it. So, so you would hear like the part that hurts. Uh-huh. Yeah. This whole story in, in different contexts <laughs> is uh, worth a, to- a lot of money. Yes. Yeah, t- totally, yeah, totally different. Awkward. In a certain niche. Yeah. Um, which is, it's just very strange because you're hearing this reverberation and everything. I guess of uh, the sound waves going through the, the, the vein or whatever. Right. But, um, yeah. And then. So you're, you're, st- you're sitting there free flying mm. Mm. and she's, she's testing the reverberation of your carotid art or femoral. Was it the femoral? The one in the leg? Femoral. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from all the way up in yeah, the, to the top of the artery in the area. The yeah. Yeah. And so, and then, and down, obviously. Yeah. 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 Okay. And also, shout out to all of the mothers out there that have gone through sonograms. Yeah. Um, the gel really is cold. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, and the whole thing is not that pleasant. I mean, yeah. I would thought it's well, not a pleasant experience. I had one uh, right before uh, the, the hospital stay before my surgery. Yeah. I never thought they pushed down as hard as that. Like, I yeah. feel bad for like all the pregnant women that go through that because yeah. it looks from the outside, right? It looks like they're just, you know, just, just a nice, Gently nice waving the nice wand, soothing no, like, camera. Yeah, they're getting down in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, see, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that pain that I had in my lower, lower right uh, abdomen area mm-hmm. uh, that ended up being oh. taken out, they did a sonogram on it to see if it was mm-hmm. uh, gallbladder or something. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but they wanted to see whatever was back, whatever little things are back that they could have taken out that could have potentially ruptured or anything like that. They did that, and I t- I'm trying to tell them I was here two years ago for the same basic thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we're just going to rule these out because I went to the emergency room. It was like 10 o'clock any night. So um, so anyway, so they're doing that, and they are move. They kept trying to tell me to move in these awkward different positions, and, and it's not com- – the sonogram is not comfortable at all. No, no, and, and then anyway. isn't it weird then? So you've gone through this experience. Yeah. And, and it's a little – I mean, for me, it was a little bit traumatizing because I was not expecting it at all. Yeah. And then they literally just – just like when you saw your wife's get it, they just throw the towel at you, and they say, okay. Yeah, just and clean it up. Clean it up. Yep, yep. <laughs> they go about the business. You're just like, I have no idea what just happened. Yep. Uh, I mean, listen, I don't know if uh, if we should tell it here just because of the potential company that's that's the ears are around, but I have one whenever I had a little day surgery that was extremely awkward. Extremely yeah. awkward. Either one of you ever go for a... Uh, for a vasectomy, you just you you come to me and tell me what mm. your little fears are, mm. and uh, and I'm sure I have a couple of of them that actually kind of came to fruition, that uh, uh, just were hard <laughs> to handle mentally speaking. So number, I mean, there were two people in there, doctor and nurse, right? Uh, doctor was male, nurse was female. <coughs> nurse preps you. That was tough. That was weird. That mm-hmm. was absolutely awkward. The other thing was uh, we were given, uh, so Kelly was in there, and uh, and the nurse gave her, uh, 
gave her a suggestion of how to uh, settle settle him down, how to how to how to quit it, mm, just how to how to stop the progress of uh, of of any male potential. So there was thing. progress here. On no, the, on there the was prep. not. There was not. Uh, I believe <laughs> Kelly's so inquisitive. I believe that she asked that question. Uh, does oh is a, there preventative, a preventative a measure. preventative of of the yeah, yeah, of the yeah. act. Well, like a picture of grandma or something. No, yeah, like yeah, picture. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's thump it in a um, submission on the backside. Okay, yeah, thump it. <laughs> real like real hard. Like, give it a good. So play the game of bop it then. Yep, yep. And it was uh, I'm sitting back just listening to this with iodine being uh, you know lathered on the area of of the incision and everything mm. and uh and so anyways that was me just sitting there listening to two women discuss how to calm calm it down and also while it's being uh basically just completely sanitized you know or whatever for the for the surgery that was that was tough i gotta tell you medical professionals yeah hats off to them because yep. i can't even imagine yeah Look, what having to deal with that like listen i i just laid back and and just hoped. See, I think I think that's the key. You you got to know that. For instance, in in your particular scenario, right. like these people, they're doing this every day. Yeah, they see they see x amount of dudes. Yep. a day. Yeah, absolutely. And it's you know, there's nothing they haven't seen, and so it's it's second nature to them. It's right. it's uh, it's uh, no factor. Right. Right. And and I think I think that's that's the exactly, mentality that gets you through the day is knowing that okay, look they do this yeah this this is this might be my first rodeo but yeah. it's not theirs right but that's the other thing about it is whatever is going through their mind the exact opposite is going through yours because you don't have that experience you are not regularly seeing whatever it is in that field well have you did either or experience either any of y'all's kids come cesarean. All three of mine, and you, you, you get a chance to be you're in there for all three. Oh yeah. So your first experience with that was that not completely unnerving. How relaxed they were with music and talking about like golfing and what their favorite TV show was, yeah. or maybe you had better doctors than we had. No, I, I mean we had we had a great doctor deliver our kids. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I was so freaked out by the by the whole circumstance anyway. Um, that that it didn't matter. It didn't matter how good the doctor was. Like I, I was, I really didn't want to be in there from a just just from a standard, you know, guy in a in a surgery room. Basically, just didn't want to be in there. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, they this particular doctor's done ten thousand of them, and so yeah. you know, I was more concerned with with ours just. Not about the doctor's performance, but about you know the human reaction, right? How is how is mm-hmm. she going to recover, or is there going to be a reaction mm-hmm. in the middle of the surgery? What about the baby, et cetera, et cetera, yep. et cetera? So I really wasn't I really wasn't worried about the the medical staff as much as I was worried about you know you hear people it's just like everything going on right now. You know some people will react a certain yep. way to certain situations, and so but that's the same potential argument about what we were just saying about the day surgery there that. Uh, those doctors are doing that stuff all the time, and it's your first experience, so you're getting caught off guard by a lot of the different stimuli going on. You're there for your child and for your wife and trying to make sure everything's good, yeah. And but then in the background, you're hearing some kind of uh, Days of Our Lives scene being played out, 
and well, you're you're unnerved in that manner. See, with our our first one, that was it was a much different experience. We were at Presby on Medicaid. Um, had only seen the actual doctor twice before the procedure. Um, she, we ended up having an infection afterwards that came open, looked like uh, something out of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, about two weeks after, uh, so that was there was there's a lot of uh, PTSD there a little bit. But uh, the OB that we were using worked in my my bank building, so I saw him and his folks every day. Um, so it was I was a little bit more comfortable with it. Yeah, but I was paying for because it was twins. I was paying for a second surgeon to be there. Yep, and he didn't do anything. That's but, baloney. He didn't do anything yep. but talk about the ski trip he was going on. Yeah. yeah. So that was a little frustrating. He was going on a ski trip because of the money you were getting, or exactly. he was getting from you from whatever the insurance did or they, Medicaid they, or they have you come in from the front or the back? So on on all of mine, uh, you know, Wendy was lying down this way, and they had this big tarp, basically a, a sheet that went mm. up seven or eight feet, and like – right here and i was on this side i was i was on the the left side of the tarp right by right by wendy's head yeah so if i wanted to peek around i could uh and i did on the first one learned my lesson did (laughs) not do it on the second two first one that's how i came in Mm -hmm. the second one everything's super cool and chillax i guess yeah so was not expecting this was an awkward moment they brought me in from the business side of it oh oh Oh, and and they're they put things on a on a table. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just no. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a real yeah. it's a real scenario. Like yeah. Oh the, no, it is. With, it's, with, it's not real when you're on the other side. Like of the yeah, curtain. with my oldest, when I peeked around, they were they were I saw head out of belly with the the amniotic fluid or whatever yeah. you want the 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 placenta. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, that's what I saw, and I just yeah. quickly came back around mm-hmm. to the. Yeah. Well, Joey, I side. think, is talking about other... No, like, because they have to move some of the organs around. Yeah. So yeah, like, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get yeah, into so that. I bro. saw that on a side table. Yeah. And they had me right. walk. No, get right. this, get this, get this. There's a tarp. You know, has they, they count everything and they put it down. Oh, yeah. So that's between me and where I'm supposed to be sitting next to her no, head. thank you. So then, after the twins come, and they say, come on, Dad, let's come get the twins. I have to hop over it uh, in the booties. Uh, and I already feel like I'm going to have a stroke. So then to carry the children to go see their mom, mm-hmm. I have to go back over the tarp. Mm. Uh, and everyone's like, uh, what's taking you so long, Dad? Come on, chop, chop, chop. And I'm like. It ain't that easy. This, no. This, this is, is this is very, no. This, this is, is very, very awkward. This is very the Walking Dead-esque. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So. so, yeah. So I saw all the all the extra stuff or whatever. All, both, both of mine that I had with Kelly uh, were done naturally. But and so vaginal were, deliveries, absolutely. And so, uh, so I didn't. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what it's called? Yeah, they were done vaginally. Okay, so anyways, uh, there was no real, there was no tarp or anything. She had a blanket or whatever over her knees while they were up doing whatever they had to do to pull the baby out. Uh, and so I saw the the what is it, afterbirth? Is that what it's called? All yeah. that, all that stuff. The I placenta. Saw, I saw the birthing of the placenta. I saw all that. Some you people know. eat that stuff. Yeah, I've heard about that. And uh, shout out to Tom Cruise. Yeah. So uh, I some saw people that plant happen, it, plant it with a tree. Mine was everything. Some people actually freeze it. Yeah. Oh wow. I okay. had a uh, I had a sports hernia surgery a couple years ago. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I had a sports hernia surgery a couple no, years ago, fine. and so 
some of the stuff that you're talking about with the vasectomy and, yeah. and that type of thing. I mean, we're talking about the same general area. Yeah. And um, but yeah, what got me through all that was just this idea that the the medical folks involved. I mean, they the the, the doctor I went to go see was a was a hernia doctor, and right. so. The, you know the the staff that he used they they do they had probably four or five of these surgeries that day and and right. would have four or five the next day so yeah that that is what got me through dealing with with everybody being downstairs for right. you know on multiple occasions so okay so yeah in this day and age you know 30 years ago we didn't have to worry about a lot of these things uh that we now have to kind of be cognizant of but uh there are several things that happen electronically Oh yeah, or technologically that create awkward uh, encounters, awkward discussions, um, confrontations, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first one that I noticed was uh, when when you update your LinkedIn profile because you're looking for a new job, oh. and your boss notices that your your profile is now updated. What's th- what what do you do there? What's the awkward? Uh, what's the solution there to alleviate the awkward? Don't be connected with your boss on LinkedIn, right? Well, it's funny. I mean, you don't know who one. all does it. So when we were exploring uh, the average group uh-huh. with Superfan Chris Moyer. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was getting serious about it. Sure. And so I put it on my LinkedIn because I'm like, well, I'm going to get get it out there. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize at the time... Um, that it changed it to the top tier of my LinkedIn. So mm. it said that's what I did. Uh. So I didn't. Re- I started getting people congratulating me like I'd done something. And I was like, I haven't really done anything. And then at the time, the organization I was with was going through an acquisition merger. Uh-huh. Um, and so... Um, M&A, as they call it. Yeah. Mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, a good friend of mine, our, our CFO, he calls me up and he's like, dude, what's going on? Like, I, are you... Do- what are you doing? Are you leaving? I was like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, your LinkedIn profile, man. Yeah. And, uh, and so he, he freaked me out because he was freaking out. Cause he's like, this isn't going to look good. Yeah. You know, for what's coming and stuff. And I was like, it's nothing. It's this insurance thing. I was going to pick up on the side. Like I didn't even realize that it had done anything, but yeah. it's one of those things where you don't really we, think it matters. We didn't have to, we didn't have to even consider that we update our resume. It's a simple word document or even just paper copy or whatever, and now it's yeah. completely out there for everybody, and it, it creates awkwardness. Uh, next one, uh, you know, you used to be able to just call in sick. Whether or not you were sick, that was up for debate. But now you you call in sick, and then you post an Instagram pic of the vacation you're on, or whatever, on Friday or whatever. You call in sick to get a three-day weekend or whatever, and now you have, uh, you know, what's it, documented evidence that you aren't sick, Right. Uh, you were tagged in a photo of a friend's party that you were supposed to be somewhere else. Yeah. So just just the the, cog, the just trying to be cognizant of uh, are you are you upfront and honest? You know, are you telling are you telling the, the the right things? Or if you're you know what if you're fibbing, are you being aware of what else is going on that could expose that? From a management perspective, um, doing that for about like the ten years since we've had social media. That that's made it really hard. Like I would take a, a stance of trying not to be connected with any of my employees because it wasn't that I'd ever go looking for it. I wasn't one that like Facebook stalked somebody before I hired them because I really believe in people's privacy. But once I see something, I can't un I can't unknow it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happened a couple of times where somebody like really put the organization in a bind. Yeah. 
and then they're at a concert. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. You just, uh, but it's something we didn't have to think about for, right. for the, except in the last thirty years or mm-hmm. whatever. Thirty years is probably a little long, but uh, I mean, with the invention of social media, it's it's really oh, yeah, created it's the way that you have to navigate, mm-hmm. right? So uh, another one that uh, that I saw online today, I saw that uh, my three year old told this man at McDonald's his pants were falling down. So it was a man who was sagging, and. The, the kid wanted to help him by saying, yeah, your pants are falling down. I just wanted to inform him. Well, Tara, when she was three, she was in Walmart with Kelly, and uh, this was before we got married. Uh, she told uh, she told her mom, Mom, why does that guy have underwear on his head? Because it had a do-rag or whatever. Ooh. And uh, pretty loud, pretty loud, to where it was mortifying for her, for Mama. And... I mean, have y'all had any any anything like that with your kids? Not specifically that, but where they're out in public and they say something that's a little um, just, questionable, or whether it's questionable or it's just awkward, it creates some kind of a weird reaction by them yes. that you then have to be accounted for or be accountable for. I mean, I, I you, you can go if you'd like to. For starters, I got to figure out what's the most keep it clean version. I mean, I got another I can one get but, for my kids. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I've really been involved. I don't know that our kids have ever said anything in public that made me have to answer for for what just took place. I know that I've had one of mine when they were three or four walked into the bathroom as I was getting out of the shower yeah. and noticed that my, you know, that I was different. Oh, yes. Uh, that was a that was a pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was three, maybe. Sure. Um, and uh what's that yeah that was that was an awkward <laughs> that was a very awkward yeah. moment having three girls uh which yeah we both each have three girls yeah uh, you have to be cognizant that you are different and there's gonna be a point in time where that difference is noticed yeah and, I, and I, at three well, years old understood. you know at three years old i think this was our first our first daughter and so you know this is our first go around with right. the kid and she was three we wendy and i pretty much had you know a quasi open door policy i mean it, we weren't you know, we weren't real concerned about it, and and uh, after that day, closed door policy. Closed door policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is uh, something similar, but uh, uh, a little bit different. So, you ever huh. have a situation where you're watching something, um, and you don't think your kids are around, or you're watching something that you normally would not watch with, with small or young children, or maybe something happens that you weren't expecting, okay, at the most inopportune moment. Yeah. So. So the kids were probably, Jordan was probably five or six. So I would have put the twins about like three-ish. Yeah. And so I uh, think everybody was taking a nap. And so there was like a, like one of those comedies with, oh, was it, uh, I think it was, I'm trying to think of what it was, but um, Hall Pass, I think was the name of it. Okay. And so didn't know a whole lot about it, but it was like back in the day, a blockbuster Hollywood video. Well, it's got a bunch of comedy actors and stuff that we like in it, so we'll go ahead and get it and see if it's pretty funny. And so we were just watching it. And so I had no idea, A, that there was nudity in it, Uh B, that there was male nudity in it, Uh or C, that it was going to be male frontal nudity. Yeah. Hey-o. Yeah. And uh, so... The trifecta. (laughs) Yes. And so right as this occurs... Yeah. Full frontal. Full frontal. Yes. Full frontal um, male. Yes. And so, um, 
catches us off guard. Yeah. Then around that time, the kids come around the corner. Yeah. So at this point, you're freaking out. Yep. So we're I'm trying to turn it off, and the DVR or the DVR the DVD player freezes on pause. Ah. Uh, on that scene. Yeah. Never seen the show, but freezes on the full frontal. It's awkward. Needless to say. <laughs> We're scrambling. I get up and I'm just trying to stand in front of the TV. And so one of the kids says, "What is that? What show are you watching with snakes?" And I just, and I'm like, I don't even know what to say. Like we just died laughing at this point because we're snakes like snakes on a plane. Yeah, snakes exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were watching Animal Planet, guys. Sorry, the cable went out, but it was like we died afterwards, man, because oh, just horrified. Like I, I almost like just threw something at the television screen just to make it go away because you know you're just hitting the remote control and nothing is happening. That's that's fair. So I was I had a uh, I had a deal with like lower on your list, but I had an autocorrect moment mm-hmm. that was uh, unfortunate. So uh, <laughs> in in my in my line of work, uh, you know we we pride ourselves on on you know customer service and just making sure that we're responding to our clients you know at any time of the day and and um so you know it could be evening could be weekend it doesn't matter if if we're getting an email or a text then we're expected to you know at least provide some type of communication with the client and uh i was dealing with a with a real estate broker a commercial real estate broker out of san antonio his name was um, rav singh rav r-a-v singh s-i-n-g-h and um, so he had sent an email, and I'm driving. And uh, uh, for all you kids listening, don't drive and text or type. But uh, I'm driving in my car, and he sends a, a simple email asking me a question. And I basically just responded to him that, you know, I would have something to him in the morning. Uh, but I wanted to address him. So I just said, you know, Rav, comma, I'll have this to you first thing in the morning. You know, I'm on my way home. Well, I'm on a WhatsApp group with uh with a bunch of people i work with and and a couple of those guys were uh, were on this email were copied on this email and um i get a whatsapp notification that i just called rav arab oh no so rav autocorrected to arab no a-r-a-b so the 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 email said (laughs) arab I'll get this to you first thing in the morning. Oh I'm on God. my way home from oh, to, from work. Oh my goodness! And I had to send a follow up email apologizing for the autocorrect. Yeah, I mean, like as soon as you here's a sworn it. affidavit from yeah. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was. I was luckily he's he's based out of San Antonio, so I you know I, I, he wasn't somebody that I would see on a on a, even a semi regular basis, but. It was it was mortifying, yeah, because I didn't you know I didn't check the email I was driving right or I didn't check the yeah the, I was emailing from my phone I didn't check it because I was driving and and um, man yeah I had to I had to follow up email real quick you know just just the most ridiculous thing because I'm apologizing for a, this innocent thing like like I would you know I wouldn't intentionally ever ever do that at the same time. Uh, you know, he's on the receiving end. How's yeah. he supposed to know? So, well, so that falls in line with whenever you're venting about somebody, and then they're they're in your text lineup, mm. and you hit them and send the vent about them to them. 
or you send something meant for one person and you send it to another person of the same name. Yes. In your phone. Yes. That's not a good one either. Yes. There's actually a movie on Netflix right now with David Spade uh, about that. Yes. And it's, I mean, it's, it has some pretty funny parts, but it's, uh, but it's very likely to happen because I mean, you pull up, you pull up the name John (laughs) or the name Ashley or the, any common name or whatever. And there's three or four of them in your phone. And, uh, I mean, you you accidentally hit the wrong one, but you think you hit the right one. What are you sending? What I is walk, it supposed to be? I walked up to a buddy of mine I hadn't seen in a long time, and um, he was uh, he was in the same fraternity as me uh, in college, and and a real good friend of mine. Um, and he, you know, he kind of went off the deep end at one point in time, and and uh, I saw him a couple years later. And, you know, just wanted to catch up and I'm trying to make small talk. Yep. And, uh, so I saw him from, you know, across the room, went over, gave him a big hug and how's it going? Good, good, good. How's your dad? He's like, uh, my dad died, uh, about 18 months ago. Uh, and, uh, I was just, that's happened to me twice. Uh, it's happened to me. T- well, dad died, happened once, saw another buddy of mine once upon a time and Hey, how are, how are you? And. You know, I asked him about he, him and his wife. How are you and, and you uh, know, Sherry doing or whatever her name was? He's like, oh, man, we got divorced about six months ago. And I was like, hey. Yeah. Well, see you later. <laughs> I mean, it was a mess. I mean, I, it's happened to me multiple times. What where, do you do when, when that yeah, happens? Yeah, look, you're trying to catch up. You're, you're trying to, to find, you know, ways to communicate with somebody to where they'll have the ability to respond to you and, 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 and produce that dialogue, right? right? And, and on the, the first case, I knew this, this guy's dad meant a lot to him, and he thought a lot of his dad. And I just knew that if I asked about him and he was alive, that he would have something to say. Right. And, and we could start a, you know, a dialogue. Same thing with, with my other buddy and, and his mm. you know, ex-wife. Uh, I, knew, I knew that we could talk about family and stuff like that, but uh, to no avail on those i've had a couple of those and they're just bear trap moments i mean they're just they're just so awful because you mean well yeah but it comes across so callous yeah right it it comes across almost like now these were phone calls or texts no no these were in person in person oh that's that's the worst yeah so you can't get out of them you You can't look get out of it i'm looking at you in the face yeah asking about you about your dead dad like I, I, I unknowingly, can't, yeah, I can't back out of that, and that's yeah. the, the 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 lead here uh, that we're bearing is I probably should have known, I probably should have known that his dad had passed away, or yeah. that or that the other guy had gotten a divorce yeah. from his wife, but but I didn't, and so that number one, I'm asking about a bad situation. Number two, I'm a bad friend because I didn't know on the front end, and so it's just so, you know that situation's a mess. So being on the other end of that situation when somebody is either oblivious or they're just going to double down. Yeah, is even more awkward. So uh, when, when when you say double down, what do you mean? Well, I think there's two different options. One is is someone just decides they're just going to go with it. They're committing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Full committal, oh, or yeah. they're really just not paying attention, or being insensitive, or just stupid. Oh right. Um. So so if if you if you lost somebody, like oh man, I'm really sorry. Like they get into it, or like not not acknowledgement. Like I'll give the story. Okay. So. <clears throat> you both obviously knew my grandmother, Nanny, Betty. Yep. Uh, when she passed, it was horribly devastating. Yep. You know, it was hard on all of us. And so... For a lot of people. Um, oh, yes. Yep. Yes. Um, she was a wonderful woman. And it was hard on us. Yeah. 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 She was, she was the best. 
But I had a unit at the time I was running as an emergency response part of our business, push the button if you fall and need help. So I put a unit in there when she started her chemotherapy. And um, so one of my, a lot of what I told my staff was, you know, when you call in, you're testing this equipment, you're talking to these people, you're supposed to be attentive, you're supposed to listen to what's going on. If you notice or observe a change, uh, we have reporting standards to, you know, health and human services, APS, et cetera, and so forth. So um, we're at the house, I think it's the day after, mm-hmm. and we're trying to prepare stuff to go to the funeral home and, and everything. And um, the phone rings, and it's from my work. And so I assume, okay, maybe I don't have good cell signal. Right. Somebody from the office. You know, like I was thinking, you know, Cindy. I thought maybe Cindy was calling me. There's something going on. Or, you know, and I need to I need to find out. They need to update me. Or maybe they're calling to check on me. How sweet of them. Right. Absolutely. And so one of the girls working there, uh, she she I answered the phone. And I say, hey, what's up? And they go, Miss Betty, I need you to push the button on your unit. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. I won't give the person's name, but I was like, we'll say Susan. Okay. Uh, I was like, okay, Susan, um, maybe you were off work. Uh-huh. Maybe no one's told you. I'm yeah. sorry. But, you know, my grandma, she just died last night. Right. So I need you to go ahead and just deactivate the account. I'm sure everybody, I, I just told everybody this morning, last night, just deactivate the account. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll box it up and I'll. I'll bring it to the office whenever I turn from um, bereavement. Right. And then she goes, Miss Betty, I really need you to push the button on your unit. So I was like, well, maybe maybe it's staticky. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, it's me. You might have been off yesterday, but my grandma died. So just don't just deactivate the account. Uh-huh. Miss Betty, please push the button on your necklace. So at this point, oh no, I'm still in a state of grief. So yeah, manager, boss, director, Joey is fading quickly. Yeah, and so I'm like, so you remember Cindy? So Cindy, my my, my number two, my right hand. Oh the yeah, birthday yeah, party. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so drop down like, to number three after yeah. this. No, 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 no. <laughs> no she was she's she's the best. She's like she the best off person the ever. List. No, so I, I tell I tell this this employee I was like, listen. Just, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. I'm not in a state to communicate with you about this. Uh-huh. I need you to go find Cindy right now. Yeah. And she's going to take care of this misunderstanding. Yeah. Miss Betty, uh. I want you to push the button on your necklace. So at this point, I I can't. I, I literally lost it. Uh, yes. So I'm like screaming at this point. Like, <laughs> Our uh. pet's hats are falling off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is Joey. <laughs> right. She's dead. Don't make me repeat myself again. I was like, you need to go get... And I swear, she said it one more time. No. At this point, I hang the phone up. Yeah. I'm shaking. Yeah. So I call Cindy, and I'm like, listen, I need you to go you in that room right now. You need to go right get now. operator 237, I want and you, you need to I want her, her off the floor. <laughs> I want you to go set her aside. I want you to let her know what she just did. Yeah. And you go, go to HR. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm not. You guys go deal with this. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. When I come back, oh boy, I was livid. Yeah. But it was good perspective, though, because um, I did use it in training exercises in the future of uh, it's important to actively listen to who you're talking to. Because we've all been on, I mean, I'm sure if you've probably been on customer service calls or you've done stuff throughout your career yeah. where you're kind of coasting or you're on autopilot. Yeah. Uh, it's really important not to. I, I don't think this person had an excuse. Yeah. 
at all uh-huh. uh, because, I mean, it was like six or seven times that we yeah. went through this ordeal. But um, but needless to say, it was an awkward moment because I was like trying to, uh, you know, keep it under control. Yeah. Um, as much as humanly possible, but it was it was probably the worst possible moment for that to have gone down. Absolutely. Well, so okay, so autopilot. I have an autopilot story. Uh, there was uh, there was a point in time where I got in a lot of trouble for not answering my phone while I was at school because well we weren't supposed to be on our phones because we were trying to keep the kids off their phones. How can the kids stay off the phones if the teachers are on the right. phones? Be be right. the example. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yep. Absolutely. So I started answering texts and answering the phone calls more often because I, I would rather not hear it hear about it later. One hundred percent fair. So I'm at school. It's during uh, my conference period, third period at the time, and I'm out on the soccer field with Coach McMurtry, and we're putting up nets or we're fixing nets to get ready for the soccer season or just ready for soccer practice, whatever it was. Well, so Kelly calls me back, and, you know, it was, man, this was like 2012 or something. It was early on, and so I'm talking to Coach McMurtry, and we're having just a really, really good discussion. And so, anyway, so she calls me, and I'm like, hold on, I got I got to answer this. It's Kelly. And uh, he's like, okay. So I answer it, and she's telling me the story that she has already told me, but she didn't realize she'd already told me. And she tells everybody the story every time she talks to them and sometimes duplicates. Obviously, I was one of the duplicates. Well, so she's telling me the story, and I have her in my ear while Coach McMurtry's talking to me. And so as she's telling me the story, I'm thinking, I've already heard this. I put the phone down by my leg, and I start talking to Coach McMurtry. I'm like, okay, tell me, you know, tell me what's going on. And so what I did was whenever I picked the phone up, after I had had it down by my knee, she got to the point where she asked me a question. She's like, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and Coach Murtry's dying because he knew he that I was not listening, and she didn't, so I was on autopilot. And that's whenever autopilot is successful, just saying. Whenever somebody calls you and you can put the phone down and you know pretty much when to pick it back up and answer in stride. That was... Awesome. So I want to tell you, I didn't, I, I, I've had situations, I'll put it this way, I've had situations where I've been told about that type of scenario yeah. and I didn't believe it yeah. until I was fortunate enough to hear it. Yeah. And it was incredible. Right. And how accurate that was described. Absolutely. I mean, listen, if you're on the phone and whatever's being said is of little interest to you, right, and you've also heard it for the, this is now the second time you're hearing it, it's really easy to just... Not listen, but then also know when to to kind of actively engage or whatever. And I thought that was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach McMurtry always reminds me. Hey, remember that time you put your phone down and and answered Kelly's question that you had no idea what she said? Yep, yep, I do, I do. I remember it. I think it's in my diary. But anyways, so any any other awkward moments other than fumbling a microphone? Yeah, no, that's okay. It happens. It's better than when it's I like the I, first time that thing has gone loose on me. Yeah, that was that. Was it was. Uh, it's worse. That's it, what it, she it's said. Not, it's not worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's not as bad as when I randomly hit the thing. Yeah, I've got. I've got a bad one. Yeah. I've got a bad one. Okay. Wait, give it to us, man. Right, it's so bad. Um, so Emily, go to the other room. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not tacky. I mean, it was. It could be if you terribly want. tacky, but it's not inappropriate. So we. Uh, I was playing I was playing a game of dominoes mm-hmm. with somebody once upon a time. Uh, it was four or five of us. It was a, a, a domino game where uh, you didn't want to get stuck with a particular domino. Okay. 
And so there's a lot of dominoes on the on the table, and and obviously after each hand you shuffle. Right. And uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the players at the table, he was notorious for kind of like as he would shuffle the dominoes for kind of marking where that that dreaded domino was, and so he would know where it was, so he could pull from a different side and not get yes. it. Well, this particular individual was, you know. Um, unfortunate enough to um, have a, a birth defect where he was missing part of part of one of his hands okay. um, par- part of his left his left arm he didn't have a he didn't have a hand okay or whatever and uh, and oh my gosh I, I can't even believe I'm telling the story I mean so <laughs> so we're playing we're all having a great time yeah. we're having a great time we're, we're kind of rowdy we're all you know it's it's a heated game and uh, and we know that he's marking this this right. this unfavored domino, and uh, and before before we all get to shuffling the dominoes before the next hand, I said uh, I said if I see you mark that domino again, you're gonna draw back a nub. Oh no, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I mean, I just I just oh. could I. Oh, I mean, it was just, it was a phrase that, that kind of had been on my mind for the last couple of months. You've, you've heard that with your kids. Hey, mm. hey, you put your hand in that cookie jar again, you're going to draw back a nub. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was a phrase that I had used several times in, in, the, in, mm-hmm. the, in the prior days and weeks, and that's what was on my mind, and I said it to this guy. Uh-huh. Now, luckily for me, believe me, the table went quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it was awful. It was just awful. And uh, luckily for me, it, it, it kind of faded away and went away. No harm, no foul. But I felt, uh, mm. I just felt so, oh, so bad. Yeah. I told a guy with a nub that he was going to draw back a nub. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was, it was, uh, it was <laughs> bear trap moment of all moments. Right. It was the most awkward, like the most. I've, I've got another. I've got another one that I'll tell you guys off air that was <laughs> that was even worse than that. Okay, uh, if if that can can oh. can even be described, and and um, there were a handful of people there at, at that one too. That was a slip of the tongue, like none other. Um, well, sometimes you don't. I think it's about growth, right? Because like, there's a lot of things over the years that you might have said, or it was it was commonplace. You at least heard it a lot, you know. So you might have said it a couple of times. And you never would have thought that it could be bad, or you didn't realize that it could be taken out of context, or maybe you didn't understand that, regardless of what the context, what you're saying, probably wasn't politically correct. Or that was something yeah, you the most been contextual statement ever <laughs> yeah yeah look here that's the that's the problem and 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 i will say this i will say that obviously bad bad timing yeah. to use mm-hmm. that particular phrase um and i you well, know it's just obli- you were just oblivious I, at the moment to what the what the I phrase was, I, even meant yeah we, we were all hanging out all having a good time was not you know derogatory yeah. in any way it was just a it was just a freudian slip of biblical proportions that uh you know that. Oh man, it was just—it was just awful. I mean, reliving it right now is just. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. It was—it was, it was oh, one man. of the worst, one of one of the lowlights of of my life in terms of 
in terms of you know Can't social I did that. yeah social miscues misfires. Man, that's I mean, it was it was oh, oh it was bad news. I got another one. I'll tell you guys later. But <laughs> yeah, I got well. I'm going back and forth in my head, but I think I'll wait till after. I got I got two that are kind of related that were that were pretty, pretty epic. I think my biggest one that I've ever done is maybe like misrepresenting someone's size, you know, asking if they were expecting or something like that, and not being aware. I was younger, obviously, when it happened, but yeah. um, I, mom ripped into me one time just because I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't socially knowledgeable about a lot of things because uh, the because there's a clear there is a clear characteristic between pregnant and not pregnant i mean when they're showing and so anyways uh i was little and mom man mom ripped into me man Mm -hmm. and uh it was that was pretty pretty good life lesson keep your mouth shut pretty much unless you know i exactly what's going on you know well i think the hard one and and i don't I, i don't think i it wasn't if i remember it correctly i didn't say it but i was there when it happened and completely understood how it went down, mm-hmm. but it was it was somebody who you knew that was pregnant. Yeah, and you were catching up with them. Hey, how's the baby? Oh, I had the baby three weeks ago. Or they lost it. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, it was it was it was one. it was innocent. I mean, like you couldn't even like yep. like I said, I did. Yeah, it was, this it was the, yeah, this falls thing. in line with 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 my buddy who re- yeah. recently got divorced, or my yeah. guy who recently lost lost his dad. It's like. There, there's no, first of all, there, there's no, you know, no malice yeah. behind the question, but, but when you fall into the bear trap, I mean, that thing clamps down and it clamps down hard, yeah. and you're in trouble, buddy. Yep. you are in trouble. After yeah. after witnessing that, though, it was, I mean, it was it was heart wrenching for everybody that was is standing there. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten to where I will not ask anything of a woman that I know is pregnant. I always let them initiate the conversation out yeah. of just that fear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just you'll 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 ask some like open-ended questions as far as like so how is everything or what's what's new or anything like that to where they can steer the ship in their mm-hmm. own direction. They don't have to mention we lost anything. Yeah. They don't have to mention any any of the negative that they, they yeah. don't want to. You ask it so open-ended that that they can navigate where they want it to go. I mean, that's that's pretty much how you got to approach those things now. Well, so when I went to uh, golly, when was it? Oh. It was about a month or so ago. I had to go and get blood work because the doctor's office finally was like, "Okay, come now, get your flu shot and everything before everything else goes crazy." Right. And because of all this, I had not really seen uh, the PA I usually see at my doctor's office. I hadn't seen them since before COVID, like probably yep. in December. Yep. And so she was she was pregnant. Yep. But I I wanted to congratulate her, but I didn't know she didn't she didn't offer it. Right, and she's like, "Oh well, you know, you're going to be seeing so and so because I, you know, I won't be here when you come back. Uh, I'll be, I'll still be out on leave." So at this point, I'm ninety nine point nine 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 repeating percent sure. Yep, she's pregnant, and she's about to have she's going maternity leave. Yep, which ultimately is what she did, but she never offered that she was pregnant. So yep. I did, I didn't feel like I could congratulate her. Uh, yeah. or say oh, oh, you going on maternity? No, my grandmother just died. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I, so I just said, "Well, I hope you enjoy your time off." Which she looked at me like, "That's really weird that you said that." But I, it's like you had to say something. Yeah. But I was too afraid to say anything about the pregnancy because what if? Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you know, we a lot of people put on some weight during COVID. You know what right. I mean? Like who? <laughs> that had been horrible. Yeah. You know, but she's a lovely person. But I felt like just super horrible that I had the awkward thing of saying like, "Uh, happy time off." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Happy not like off. congratulations or anything like that. Oh, it's that's funny. Happy time off. Yeah, look, Maybe. that's 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 better than than uh, asking her how the baby's doing and yeah, and she's then not pregnant or that she just lost it or something like that. Yeah, so. absolutely. You played it safe. Generally, safe is the way to go when you're unsure. Well, I mean, let's just be honest. Uh, nine times yeah, out of awkward, ten, Joe's playing it safe most. Of the time. Yeah, the awkward send off is is better than the than the awkward, you know, in conversation bear yeah, right. trap. Yeah, just the ignorance of not knowing something, and then they respond. They respond honestly with the answer to your question, and you just don't know how else to go well, about I, it. I want, I, want, I want to end on a funny one. Okay. Um, we're ending? Well, no, I'm just saying, I don't know if we were or not. You, oh. I, I, saw I mean, it. we're about an hour 12. No, we're going okay. all day. Okay. All right. We all got right. we got all day. So I got another one then. So <laughs> the thing where you don't, you're not fully aware of your audience you're fixing to talk to or tell a joke to. Okay. Um, so you remember our neighbors over at the, the house that set the cannon off. Yep. So we had known <laughs> them for a couple the, years. Actually, that was Josh taking a who dump s- in a minivan. Who <laughs> set the cannon yeah. off. No, I will have to, I got to tell you that story sometime if you haven't heard it. <laughs> that was incredible. Oh my gosh. That uh, was the worst morning of my was, life. I've never been so scared in my life. Maybe. Yeah, me neither. Um, but anyways, so the lovely couple, we were really close. Uh, the kids got along. It was just, just a wonderful relationship with these neighbors and, um, and so we were talking about something and we were explaining something about family and I'd made a comment because we do have a couple If Dodo's watching, she's probably going to kill me for this, but she probably stopped after we started with poop talk. She probably did. Um, Still questioning but I we mean, started with that, the chance to see, you, you know, always start, you always start with something good, but here's the deal. The chance for her to see two <laughs> Buchanan boys at the same time. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> anyways, so I, it's a joke because a couple of we have on both of my grandparents' side of the family, we've had a couple of different co- sets of cousins marry. Yeah. Now, hey yo. Well, I mean, one set was they both were widow and widowers twice, and they had been very close their whole lives. And so, like at like sixty, they became romantically involved and decided to get married. So no one really questioned <laughs> it. I what, mean, what okay. We, when you say okay. cousins, are we talking? Cousins, are we talking first, second? Twice like removed. Six. No, I think it might have been first, but you got to understand this is one of those families to where you probably had like a thirty to thirty year gap between oldest to youngest. Okay, I don't know if you have to understand anything. Yeah, Whenever you I say mean, well, go ahead, go ahead with your yeah, cousins. Anyways, keep going. There was no reproducing <laughs> happening, so okay, you know, yeah, I mean, don't, I mean, we, you know, you know, yeah. we, we all came from Adam and Eve, right? So pra- I don't know, like the who, practice was happening. Who, <laughs> Listen, I don't know, man. Like, I you can't you can't uh, you can't help me fall in they love. They consummate with that marriage. Uh, I, I didn't can, ask. I think uh, you but, can help that. But so anyway, so there's a couple there's a couple of these scenarios in the family, and so I I think on my grandmother's side of the family, there's some lineage part of the the family tree that 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 family came from Arkansas into Texas. Mm-hmm. So you know the whole adage of you know Arkansas, you mm-hmm. know, kissing cousins and all that kind of stuff. So I said, I was explaining this scenario and I said, well, you know, we just laugh because that's the Arkansas branch of our family. Uh huh. They had never shared with me that they were from Jonesboro. Jonesboro, Arkansas. Yes. That was incredibly awkward because they just both looked at each other and they're like, so did we tell you that we're going home to Arkansas next week? And I was like, oh uh, my gosh, wow. I felt like such an idiot. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty funny. We laughed it off. They weren't really upset, but they made me think that they were just to give yeah. me a hard time about it. So okay, so let's just let's talk about the real part of that 
Cole story. How many sets of yeah, cousins? Yeah, let's, let's not bury the lead here. <laughs> we, we, you, you mentioned two. Yeah, how many sets of cousins do you have that married one another? I think, I want to say it's two to three. Oh, boy. Two There's one that three. sticks out in my mind, but I think there might have been two two others. Well, I'm, okay, so I mean, I, I get it from the perspective. Could you marry your first cousin even at 60? There's no way. Well, I, I can understand it from a perspective of... If you didn't of, know uh, they were your cousin, you fell in love first. Yeah, I, I don't think that would have mattered at that point. Well, okay. with the whole mixed families thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Joey, how many stepbrothers or stepsisters do you have? Three. Okay, and so... But we're still calling people cousins if if there's a mixed family. All right, so so you're no, in this scenario. These cousins grew up together from yeah, birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This no, is we a got problem. that one. So I think if I'm telling okay, so know the can there. can let's say uh, mom and dad get divorced. Yeah. So you're living with dad. Dad gets remarried. Yeah. All right. To 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 new mom. New mom has a has a daughter. Yeah. That is your age. Right. So you are. Ha- is it step yeah. or half? Step. Step. Step, I mean... Yeah. Technically, yeah. it's fair play, right? I, I mean, you're not related. There's no blood relation right. there. So, okay, another funny story. So, <laughs> I and I don't... Now, if they're watching... Joey with all the watching, illicit I don't know, family get-together I don't stories. know the full details on it. Uh, all I know is that I was blessed to know these lovely people. But I had a great aunt. I, I knew them as my great aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't realize until I got older is that... They were orgies. I'm just kidding. Oh my god! Uh, so you know how like you have cousins that you call aunt and uncles? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, and I feel so, that. so I had this this set of what I would consider like an aunt and uncle growing up as a kid, uh-huh. and so this would would have been his parent, his, his what I thought was his mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, uh, you know, his mom had had passed away, and I believe his wife's my aunt's uh, father had passed away, and so their parents after they got together. Uh-huh. Ended up getting married, so growing up, I thought they these were like the original, you know, like the original couple. I was like, wow, they, so how cool is it that all four they look alike? You know what I mean, like family <laughs> resemblance and stuff. I was a little kid and stuff, but uh, uh-huh. but yeah, so they they ended up get. I think I think they got married after the fact. I think you just have to come to terms with now. You there was clearly some questionable activity going on at the family get-togethers. It was clearly I mean, it was some some measure of crazy times. something happening that maybe shouldn't have. It's a family reunion every day. Yeah, but uh, but to that though, so <laughs> when Jonathan was was pregnant, or Jonathan and Rachel were pregnant with Jamie. Uh huh. So um, Rachel's maiden name was Reynolds, and that was Papa's. Yep. And so uh, my grandmother did all of our genealogy and stuff. And my grandmother had this. Joey, f- you married your second sister twice well, removed. Well, this is so. So <laughs> my grandmother loved sister. her grandchildren. <laughs> um, so a little side note. So the she got me my class ring. She told me I'm going to buy this class ring for you. Never give it to a girl. Yeah. I was like, I got you, nanny. So when me and, and, and my ex met in high school, she wanted to wear my class ring. So, of course, you gave it to her. So the first time she met nanny. Yeah. Nanny played like the 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 old woman card, and uh-huh. she goes, "Oh, oh, sweetie, come here. That that's a beautiful piece of jewelry you have. Can I take a look at that?" Next thing I know, she's got her like almost by a chokehold. And you guys know my grandmother. This uh-huh. was incredible to yeah. see this go down. Yeah, and uh, and so she put the fear of you know what in her. Right. So fast forward to Jonathan. So we're at this baby shower. It's another summer pregnancy. Yeah. Jamie was born in 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 June. Right. So we're having our side of the families. <clears throat> fan, or uh, baby shower. Yep. And I don't think that my my grandmother was the biggest fan, right, of Jamie's mom at the time. 
And as she got older, she just decided to just own things a lot more. And she was a lot less worried about, um, I guess, maybe hurting people's feelings. Like perception. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not that she was cruel. She was the nicest person on the face of the planet. But she she definitely had more fun. Sure. So you had a lot of the older relatives sitting around in the living room, like the the, the her sisters or sister-in-laws or her nieces that were her same age. Right. And so she... She grabs Rachel and she was like, uh, she's like, Billy Jean, have you met our second cousin yet? Uh, She got so mad, ended up in the bathroom with a nosebleed. uh, Because she was like, she punched herself in the face. She was like eight months pregnant (laughs) and completely came unwound because my grandma thought it'd be a funny joke to introduce her as our second cousin. That's awesome. It was epic. Well, it turns out that, uh, Miss Betty was was right on about not not really being too big a fan of Jamie's mama. Isn't yeah, I'm, I'm right? really hoping that none of them are watching. But yes, <laughs> I mean, what, it, is, what yeah, is it? I mean, yeah. is it the re- it's the real deal, right? It's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm telling stories here or anything. Well, let, yeah. Needless <laughs> to say, let's just say she uh, she called it yep. <laughs> most of the time. Okay, so I had this one happen the other day uh, as a teacher. Right, I see a hundred kids a year. I learn their names. I get, you know, I get familiar with them and their likes and where they work and all kinds of other stuff. And as they graduate, right, you have this little network of 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 people that know who you are, and uh, and uh, you may, you know, you may cross paths with them again if you're in their hometown or whatever, and they're back from college or maybe they haven't gone off. Anyways, I had this uh, had this one student who was working at Walmart at the time who had graduated, and it was uh, it was two or three years after after graduation. And he came out, hey, hey, Mr. Buchanan. I was like, hey, man, how are you doing? He was like, you don't know who this is. I was like, no, I'll, I know who you are. I just did not remember his name. And uh, and I said I said the wrong name. He's like, no, it's Alex. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, the, the, yeah it is. The name, the name forgetting oh. is is an awkward moment all the time i'm great with faces terrible with names that's how i am yeah, yeah i mean i 100 percent recognized him as a student for in sure my class former uh, simple several years ago that's simple yep do you ever get someone's gender wrong by accident or whether yes wh- actually i did that the other day and I, I don't know if i feel comfortable telling a story because it's it's someone it's cool, well you're but, taking their pants <laughs> off and no 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 he he tucks beg your pardon he tucks uh, anyways, I did not see that coming. I'm sorry. I got distracted. That's so, it's got I, to be I, I uncomfortable. Learned, I learned that not knowing that Kevin was not a girl. Last name Tucker. Last name Tucker. Kevin Tucker. <laughs> Wait, so so Ke- so Kevin was Karen or Karen is now Kevin? You just you can use your own imagination. I'm not okay. going to go into too many details, but, okay, but okay. Kevin Tucker was uh, was... A Tucker was different. Okay, I I, I was not aware when I a little Silence my, of the Lambs dancing in the mirror. My first uh, encounter, my only encounter, actually, I did not, I did not know. I mean, Ray Finkel was a Tucker. Ray Finkel. It was Ray. <laughs> Ray Finkel. Einhorn. Lois Einhorn. Yeah, oh. yeah. This was very. That much, was the alias. This was this was a Lois Einhorn moment. So Kevin had the worst case of hemorrhoids you've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> that I'd heard about <laughs> <laughs> that I had been told. But yes, my was, esteemed colleague, yes. Mister <laughs> Marino, <laughs> has just brought some new evidence to my attention. Now, <laughs> history has certainly shown. 
Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, so I have once gotten a gender wrong. Not on. I mean, it was not intentional. But uh, me and another uh, another coworker were talking to this individual, and uh, that individual was asked their name, and the name was Kevin. And we were not expecting the deep Kevin to come out of the oh, the okay. how the attire was presented, and. Uh, it, I was not expecting the name Kevin. I hate it when I do it by accident and I automatically think in my head they thought that I didn't know what they were. Yeah. Because, you know, you're just you're just in a different world or you're talking to somebody. Yeah. Um, you're like, oh, thank you, ma'am. And then it, you look up and it's a guy. You, you never would have thought he was a girl. Yeah. It's just kind of what came out. And then there's like this whole awkward thing. Like, do you have to now clarify what you just said in error and explain the error? Or you just like let it roll? Yeah. It was, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. It's progressively for me gotten more awkward as we've gotten older, as things in society have changed more. Yep. Yep. Whereas in the past it, it would have, in my mind, I'm like, oh, well that type of thing happens all the time. Yep. Surely it's not offensive. Whereas now you could have, you could be perceived as being hateful to somebody and you honestly. Right. You just made a mistake. You weren't trying to be hateful. You just you just were unaware. You just brain farted and said a random thing. Well, see, that's that was I was just caught off guard with yeah that this is the this is the truth of about the situation, and I was like, no, it's there's no way. Like, have y'all ever farted in public? Uh, created awkward situation. Did I tell that one last episode? Uh, yes, I do I it on I, purpose sometimes. I get in an elevator. I'll fart on purpose. Yeah. You told the one about the uh, the escape room. Sorry, yeah. guys. No, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a Reader's Digest real quick. I'll, I'll, I'll do the standing opposite of everybody in the elevator just because I'll, I'll be I'll make sure I'm the last one in. Everybody else go ahead, and I'll stand with my back against the door. I'd walk, rather fart. And I'll just... I'll just look down or around. Or I'd, rather walk, I'd rather walk in there knowing I've got one, got a round chambered, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd rather walk in there like that than stand... Opposite uh, everybody. I, I went. I went to. We were out of town. We were going to uh, an escape room yeah. out of San Marcos. It was in a weird strip center. The place looked like we were probably going to get murdered there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little. I'm a. I'm a little anxious about it a little bit. A little nervous gas happening. Get out of the car. Um, and uh, I'm going to support a bad habit. And um, I let a couple go. I didn't know that the car sitting next to me. At the time in which I was going to do this, was going to roll the window down and be eye to eye <laughs> with with the barrel of that gun. Um, I am like, oh dear heavens! Uh-huh. So I was mortified, and then I'm like, it's okay, they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. They just got there. Oh no! So I didn't know in the escape rooms they partner you up with strangers. They were in the same escape room. Uh-huh. They were for over an hour. Oh man! Oh, it was a couple on a date. Nice. Oh, it was, hey, you gave him a talking point for you're the just whole making, night. You're just no, making I, sure what, what, that you were what, set the so move. Nothing well, ever happened of it. We all had a great time. They were really great sports with it. We, we all enjoyed it. Uh, like, we didn't quite make the time, and the guy said, do you guys want to you know, pay for an extra 20 minutes to solve the puzzle? And then everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were really cool about it. Maybe the music was too loud and she didn't hear it, but uh, I was just horrified. Well, you were over there quivering, trying to keep them from coming out again. I mean, yeah. you're over there just clinching... Uh, well, at that point, though, that was Please, the that was. Let's the, don't have round two here. Yeah, or three. <laughs> there was, 
at one point they started putting the smells in the room and they turned the heat up. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, you it were was able fair to, game at that you point. Were able See, to that's the fly. beauty of wearing masks right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can fart in public. Nobody can smell it. That's not true. That's not. <laughs> what? Am I that, missing something? Yeah, those masks aren't, aren't smell stoppers. I've I've just been farting in public this whole time. Yeah, just kind of believing nobody could smell it except so, me. My, no, no, my it's, brother, uh, my brother. It's that is not the case. I mean, it escapes your pants, <laughs> your underwear, your pants. Okay, how is so it going to not go not, through a mask? By the time it gets up to mask level, <laughs> it's not dissipated not that to, much. Not to get on the mask <laughs> debate, but I I think that's been the best argument against masks. Well, you can't smell your own farts? No, no your no. fart goes through your if pants. your fart goes through your underwear, your boxers, your athletic briefs, uh-huh. and your jeans or khakis. Yeah. How is COVID going through how is COVID, t-shirt material? How is COVID not, not going, going through, through a t-shirt mask. material? Yeah. A cloth mask. But, um, <laughs> but my brother works at uh, Nicarama, and like before him, my sister did. And I don't know if you guys have been to a, a kid's arcade in a long time. I was taken back because you would walk into a wall of fart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you're walking, it's a cool air conditioned area, and then you get to this one section and you hit like a wall of stank, and the humidity is up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that's uh, that's pretty much most places where there's a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. It's, yeah. And it's, you know, you deal with it. Yeah. And half also, of them are farts, the other half are sharts. Yeah. And the other half are divers that need to fully be changed. Have either one of you ever read the Craig's ad post? For a once used yoga mat. No. Nope. Cra- Craigslist? Yeah. Or? Yeah, yeah. So it's not really on Craigslist, but it was uh it was I don't know. Like a meme or something that was made <sighs> up? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up real quick. This okay. this is right up y'all. So style. you asked about this pre pull up? Before you had even put it in the queue? Oh yeah, before I put it in the queue. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh any uh any other awkward Moments uh, on the maybe forgetting a name front or uh, anything like that while Joey's searching for this yoga mat. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to read it, but it's yeah. I don't think just censor what you have to censor if you have to censor anything. Yeah, I I think, and I mean, I'm sure I've got some. I my biggest successes are the ones where they where they don't require me to tell them their name. I go up, hey man, how, how, like, yeah. hey, how are you doing? How's school? How's I, I yeah. try to preemptively give all these all these questions, uh, you know, taking interest into their life or whatever. And I, the one, I mean, it that happened just a few months ago, <laughs> and uh, and so it was pretty fresh. And there's been at least ten mm-hmm. that I've seen at a Walmart or a Target or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, because listen, after they've graduated three or four years. After they've graduated, your the name just is not, not on the top on the tip of your tongue. All right, do I? Do you want me to read this? You can do. I won't be able to get through it. I I laugh in tears every single time. Yoga okay. mat for sale, used once. Yoga mat for sale, used once at lunch, uh, at lunch hour class, in December two thousand nine. Usage timeline as follows: eleven forty five a.m. Okay. Register for hot yoga class. Infinite Wisdom tells me to commit to five-class package and purchase a yoga mat. I pay $89.74. Money well spent, I smugly confirmed to myself. Ten minutes later, 11.55. Open door to yoga room. A gush of hot, dry air rushes through and past me. It smells of breath, sweat, and hot. Take spot on floor in back of room next to cute blonde. We will date. 11.57. 
I feel the need to be as near to naked as possible. This is the problem because of the hot blonde on my left and our pending courtship. She will not be pleased to learn that I need to lose 30 pounds before I propose to her. One minute later, 11.58. The shirt and sweats have to come off. I throw caution to the wind and decide to rely on my wit and conditioning to overcome any weight issues my fiancé may take issue with. This will take a lot of wit and conditioning. 11.59. Begin small talk with my bride-to-be. She pretends to ignore me, but I know how she can be. I allow her to concentrate and stare straight ahead and continue to pretend that I don't exist. As we finish sharing our special moment, I'm suddenly aware of a sweat mustache that is formed below my nose. This must be from all the whispering between us. 12. Instructor enters the room and ascends her special podium at the front of the room. She is a slight, agitated Chinese woman. She introduces me to the class and everyone turns around to greet me just as I decide to aggressively... Ad- just as I decide to aggressively adjust my greenness and testes packed in under <laughs> my under armor, my bride is notably unfazed. 12.02. Since I do not have experience with hot yoga four sessions just five short years ago. I fully consider that I may be so outstanding and skilled that my instructor may call me out and ask me to guide the class. My wife will look on with a sparkle in her eye. We will make love after class. 12.10. It is now up to 95 degrees in the room. We have been practicing deep breathing exercises for at least eight minutes. This would not be a problem if we were all breathing actual, you know, oxygen. Instead, we are breathing each other's body odor, expelled carbon dioxide, and other unmentionables. Don't worry, I'll mention them later. 1226, it's now 100 degrees, and I take notice of the humidity, which is hovering at about 90%. I feel the familiar, adoring stare of my bride and decide to look back at her. Oh, there's more. (laughs) This is the most epically written thing ever. Yeah, yeah, it it goes on and on. It's pretty funny. Oh, oh my goodness. That's good. So anyways, he goes through the courtship to the marriage to the pending divorce and separation, and this is all like in a 40-minute class, and it just, um, mm, it's good stuff. <laughs> Sorry, like, I seriously, I, I mean, I can't get through reading it out loud without like just tears of laughter. You can't get through anybody reading it out no, loud. No, I can't. I, it's, it's seriously one of the funniest things I've ever seen written in my life. That's I'm a simple funny. guy, I guess, but it's just, oh, it's good stuff. What do y'all do whenever somebody's waving in your direction? Wave, bro. Always wave at people, by the way. Always. I'll be out on a run. I wave at everybody driving past. Yep. Yep. You be kind. Be kind to people. They'll be kind to you. Okay. I, I wave. Doesn't matter. If I know you, I don't know you, I'm going to wave at you. Okay. Well, there was, there was a point in time before you made that, that life philosophy. No, nah, it's always been my philosophy. Has it? Oh yeah, always wave. Yep, always wave. Okay, because I mean, you were the you were the kid that at Six Flags, uh, you didn't know a stranger. Yeah, generally speaking. Yep. Yep. Always be nice to people. Always wave. I t- it's look, call people by their name. The grocery store clerk. If hey, you know it. Yeah, if they're if they're wearing a name tag. Hey, Patty, how you doing? Right. The, the, people respond. People will respond to you if you acknowledge their existence absolutely for some people it's calling them by name for other people it's just waving at them when they're walking by or driving by um and then you get some who who think you're a psychopath right right yeah i mean i can't tell you how many people i've waved waved to or or 
asked how they were doing, yeah. but I, I didn't know who they were, and they thought I was a lunatic. So, um, But those are fewer and further between. Most people will appreciate much, the kind gesture. Much rather have someone think you're a lunatic than someone think you're, you're mean or hateful yeah, or anything. Yeah, like absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm going to err on the side of just being a nice guy, and if, and if, and if my... Uh, you know, if my greetings yep. offend you, then uh, you know, take it, take it somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm usually like that with cashiers. Yeah. You got to figure that's a relentlessly crappy job some of the time, if not maybe most of the time. Oh yeah. So I try to be nice, especially during like the the pandemic stuff where they feel like you know they've really got the brunt of a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know, try to have a nice conversation. Okay. So this happened the other day. Uh, I think some scams are you know scams are pretty likely to be on the phone whenever you're getting phone calls from people that you don't know and the iPhone does a really good job of putting like spam likely or yep. uh, account yep. services or whatever just some yeah. kind of a generic you might not want to answer this phone call name on it yep. so uh, Andrew was getting some phone calls and there's like uh, you know some some fraud has been uh, detected on your social security yep. account or whatever and so he talked to me he's like dude I think I may have just messed up you know I, I gave them my name and and some digits or whatever and uh and then he thought it was really weird that they asked for like a, a zip code and so he he shut the phone off and so he asked do, do you think that there's a do you think there's anything they can do with that and i was like if there is it's very very little because they're the reason they're asking you for all this stuff is because they need all of it in order to be successful mm-hmm. and so anyways and so i said my name anytime i answer something like that and they ask for uh or they ask something is you know what's your what's the last four of your social one six four two what's your name mark chanana mm. which i was given a uh, an estimate that that came up because i was given an estimate at my old house for windows or something from some you know door-to-door salesman and for whatever reason i guess he either he either read my my driver license to get my name to write it down on the thing or whatever it was and he put mark chanana on there and Mark is my middle name, and Buchanan has a bunch of A's and N's, you know, back and forth. And in this case, there was there's three A's and two N's. And so he, he got another phone call from him, and I think because they thought they had him on the hook because he started giving some information. And so this person who, who clearly sounded like they were from the Middle East or, or India or, I mean, something very, very heavy accent. Somewhere not local. Not local. Well, they could be local, but... Their nationality or their heritage was was not local. Not local. Anyway, so uh, anyway, so they answered and they, he said, uh, uh, he said, I, I just received, you know, y'all called me. What's your name, Mark Chanana? And they were like, okay, well, spell that for me. And he's and or spell Chanana. And he's like, okay, C H A N A N A. And I'm over there scripting it in the air for him. And he's and they're like, okay, what's the last four of your social? And I said one six four seven. And they're like, yep, we have some suspicious activity on your social security number. Can we get your? Uh, w- can we verify your your zip code? And I was like, okay, seven five two six three. Just numbers that I don't know uh, that have nothing to do with me. And so then they were like, okay, well, we have this information. We need to get it to you. Let me give you my name and uh, and then my what's my operator number or whatever. And so I'm in the kitchen listening to this. He's got it on speaker just so there's a witness to this in terms of how ridiculous this is going. Well, this person has this accent, and they said their name's like Michael Jones or something, something very Americanized. And uh, and we both looked at each other like, this 
there's no way that's his name. There's no way that's his name just based on the sounds, you know? And anyways, and so he, 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 his operator number, my operator number is C8436, whatever it was, five or six digits. And so uh, the guy asked him to uh, read back his operator number to make sure he had it down right. And so Andrew was like, okay, one, two, three, four, five. And then by this time, the guy hung, like hangs up. Yeah, I'll, look, I take, I take the, the spam calls. Do you? I take them. Yep. Yep, and I tell them that, you know, my apologies yep. because I've got violent diarrhea. Okay. And... <laughs> And they're gonna have to deal with that while they talk to me, and and I've been cursed out, yeah, by these people yeah. um, before because I'll, I'll try to lead them down a path that they believe will be successful for a moment, yeah, um, and then they they come to find out real quickly that they're getting played. Look, I get fifty of these calls a day, it seems like, and, yeah, and so I won't take every call, but because a lot of them now are automated, yeah, yep. Press one if you want to talk to somebody. So some of most of them are automated, but if I can if I can get somebody, yeah, I'll. I mean, I had they have. There's this stuff called fart putty. Uh huh. You can yeah. you know you you put your fingers in there and it makes a makes a fart noise. Dude, I would take calls all the time and I would just I would just incessantly just make <laughs> fart noises and be like, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What? <laughs> you know, I I mean, it was beautiful. It was it was so great and. uh over over time, they just hang up on you. Well, so, I will tell you that uh, a good prank call idea is to call and start to order food out or whatever. Just call a restaurant and get the person who's taking the order, and uh, and then automatically, spontaneously have your five year old son uncontrollably poop himself, and mm-hmm. then give descriptions of what a I say five, a three year old, two year old, mm-hmm. whatever age, what they would do. If they discovered they had done that, and so uh, uh, if you if you go back and listen to our prank calls episode, we had a guy named Josh Heckman on, and, and he started talking about this and how there was now art on the walls, and uh, he discovered new paints and stuff. I'm and, yelling in the background like yeah. I'm a kid. And so epic. the uh, the prank call could not hear Joey and I, but could only hear Josh, and Josh could hear us could through the mics and stuff. Yeah. And so we're giving him little cues, and he's throwing them in to the uh to the conversation it's a great prank call idea if you ever uh want to just mess with somebody or whatever it was it was awesome very well played when the jamaica think scam got big several years ago like it was a common thing yeah. uh i don't know they needed money to get some royalty or something but it, it was like the old uh, prince of nigeria email scam but it went to phones mm-hmm. and uh so i'm in the car with the kids and you know the phones hooked, hooked up to the bluetooth and so it said Kingston, Jamaica. And I was like, well, I know that I don't really know anybody from Kingston, Jamaica. And I was like, yeah. I was like kids, you want to have some fun? Yeah. So I took the call. I was on the phone. I kept on the phone for over 30 minutes while we were driving home. And I, they were so giddy and excited because I acted like I was some bumpkin. And I was giving them fake account numbers the whole nine yards. Like they thought they had me hook, line, and sinker. And so then I waited till the very end. Like we got to the house and I was ready to get off the phone. And then I just laid into them. It was the funniest thing ever. And yeah, that's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. You got to have fun with them whenever they're, whether they're trying to spam you or scam you or both. Right. Any other, uh, any other awkward moments that we're sharing on air? Whew. Hmm. Man, I don't think so. I mean, one of the, one of the hardest, or one of the, the ones you just kind of learn to deal with is when you run out of toilet paper. 
you know, and you need, it's on wipe number one, and you didn't look to see if there was toilet paper in the beginning because it was so dire. Yeah, I've had to improvise a couple times. Yeah? Oh, yeah. When, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever, I mean, it's been a long time since so I've been in a public bathroom that had zero toilet paper, but there's been a couple times where I've been in a public bathroom that had very, very little. Yeah. And uh, making do with what you got is, can, can be a uh, vital skill. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's it's mm-hmm. definitely a life hack that is worth exploring. Yeah. I would say, yep. I would say that's a fact. Anytime you're in a public restroom before you go out, yeah, yeah, you, you pull out the pocket knife take... to to whittle off some of the clothing. <laughs> Nobody can see that whenever we post this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the podcast. Things you think you don't care about, and uh, next Tuesday. Yes, Next I'll be back Tuesday. on. Okay. <laughs> well, this is thank you. This so, is great, by the way. Absolutely. And so, uh, Meemaw's birthday, November twenty third, was the day we started this. So the first day after she had passed was the day we started her first birthday. Mm-hmm. After she had passed, uh, you know, it was that September. It was when we started this thing two years. It'd be ago. our dad's mom. Yep. And uh, well, I, I mean, I'm talking to you. So, but uh, are we live right now? Are we yeah, still on. Okay. We're still on. Yeah. So uh, it's our dad's mom for yeah. all those listening. So our uh, our second birthday is coming up November twenty third, and so we've been doing this thing for two years now. And ratios, uh, maybe may may have to incorporate. I gotta tell you what, though, do, he's had these Oreos. We've had these Oreos since. Sit here, uh, since let me the see original. those bad boys right there. Since the original uh, idea uh, you had for ratios. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Thins. Good. Regular. Decent, terrible. Most most. Well, most stuff's supposed to be bigger than double stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Look, mo- it's like it's like quadruple stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about this on the next one when yeah. we get into ratios. But yeah, <laughs> this anything more than regular stuff, yeah, it's too much stuff, man. <laughs> and even the regular stuff you're saying is questionable in the yeah, amount. I mean, you said it's okay. Yeah, I mean the problem is anytime you get anytime you get stuff spreadage yeah. when you bite down if it's if it's spreading out right. beyond the boundaries of the actual cookie you got problems. Right. You think these thins spread? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> they don't. The thins don't spread. You know what happens to these thins? Yeah, they just you just bite them and yeah. it's proper ratio yeah. of cookie to, yeah, to exactly. stuff. Yeah, exactly. You ever been eating? You, you ever been eating a taco and all the meat falls out of the bottom or something like that? Yeah, it's too much. But that's a, I would rather I'd rather have more meat in a taco than not enough. Absolutely, too much than not enough. Yeah, you don't want too much tortilla. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is but be a good I can, one. But I can deal with enough. I can deal with more meat to tortilla. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. you don't want more wiener on a hot dog. Yeah. To bread, I mean, wiener, yeah, wiener to bread, yeah. <laughs> It depends. I guess that depends on who you are. You want a foot long wiener on a six inch bun? The answer's no. You don't. Give me a give me a tomato. I don't know. Look, just give give me a six inch bun and a five inch wiener, and I'll take that all day. You you don't want any overhang. Just a little. Just a little preface to episode 108. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This. Well, listen. You can find us on all social media platforms, all podcasting platforms. All you got to do is search "Average Joe's J O S Media," and uh, and we'll pretty much come up on any search that you got. Yep. We're getting close to a few other milestones. So That's right. uh, we're getting close to 10,000 downloads. Yep. Of Second all of birthday, episodes. which means right. we got to go back to Fogo. That's true. That's true. Once we once we have our second, maybe we go to Fogo two days in a row. We hit ten thousand on the twenty second, 
and then we hit our second birthday. Maybe on, we can all take a dump in their bathroom. Yeah, well, that's definitely going to happen with me because all that meat is going <laughs> to yeah, force yeah. everything Yeah, out. that's kind of like uh, right before the dessert course, he's yeah. gone for five to ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, listen, uh, going to Fogo is like drinking uh, like, a, like a sink drinking Drano. This is what it is. It's, yeah. That's what happens. It's uncomfortable, but it's also satisfying all at the same time. Until next sure. time. <laughs> Shout out to Crone. I am the Average Joe Boo. I'm the Average Joe. Telling you to keep it clean. Joes are in their studio over in Garland, Texas. Things you think you care about is back for season five with brand new guests and fun segments for your entertainment. You're gonna have a real good time. With the average Joe.